Trevor! Trevor! Where are you? We got a show to do. People need their retro bliss, their weekly fix of it. Where is he? Do I hear him? Is he in his room? Trevor! I'm coming in! Skate, or die. Whoa. Skate, skate, or die. Skate, or die. Trevor. Skate, skate, or die. Trevor. Skate, or die. Trevor. Skate, skate, or die. Trevor. Skate, or die. Trevor. Skate, skate, or die. You're starting to freak me out a little bit. Or die. Skate, skate, or die. Are you okay? Skate, or die. Skate, skate, or die. Are you broken? Skate, or die. Trevor. Skate, skate, or die. Oh, I'm getting kind of scared here. Oh, no. No, I'm gonna. Where's my phone? I need to call for help. Or die. Okay, it's just getting more annoying. Just skate. Say or another die. word. Just say skate, a different skate, word. Or die. Another skate, word. Or die. Skate. Skate. Just, or die. No, not those skate, words. Or die. Oh man. Skate. Skate. I or think die. He's broken in half. Skate. Or die. Skate. Skate. Or die. Retro. Or die. Retro. 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 Bliss. Skate. Retro. 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 Bliss. Retro. 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 Bliss. Everybody and welcome to a brand new, kind of spooky in a way, because that opening scared me, uh, episode of Retro Bliss. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Townsend. I'm Thread. I'm actually going to introduce myself for once. And with me is... Skate. Or, uh, no, no. Your uh, actual name. Yeah. I'm Trevor Franklin. Thank you for asking for my name. You're welcome. <laughs> let's I'm just very... continue with the creepy vibes. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep it up. <laughs> That'll get our name out there. Yeah. Uh, let's get the fun stuff out of the way first. And by fun, I mean the annoying stuff that people hate to hear. Uh-huh. Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's how people find us on there. And also, we're on Stitcher. And what network do we happen to be on, Trevor? BICBP-radio.com. You'll find the network there for the Back Issues comic book podcast and all the other lovely podcasts on their network. Including History Creeps. <laughs> winky, winky, wink. Now, uh-huh. Trevor, what have we done to ourselves today? <laughs> well, look. Okay, let's, let's, first of all, let's explain... That opening, because I think people, if you don't know, but I'm assuming you know. They're either going to think we're really stupid or think we're just stupid. Yeah, that gives away what the game, we played three games today. Uh-huh. But they're all kind of related. Am I right or wrong? You're correct. Yeah, I wanted to be right about something. So, uh, we're trying to decide what fun game to play today, and instead we pick these three. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're just, what's the word, uh, masochist? Because we decided to cover three games one like episode again. A maskist it sounds like somebody who just wears masks all the time. That's or, it, yeah. Or in the process of wearing a mask. I'm a maskist. Halloween. Thanksgiving. Christmas. Okay. Tell me when I'm done. <laughs> That's the appropriate amount of awkward silence. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so uh, the whole Skate or Die franchise, is that what we're going to call it? Yeah, we'll call it yeah, that. Skate or Die. Ski or Die. Oh, switched it up. And guess this. Okay. Skate or die, too. Ooh, I like that one. Right. I think. Do I? Let's find Let's out. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we decided to cover all three because, let's face it, um, we probably weren't going to go back and cover the other two if we just did one now. Yeah. So, now, all these are on the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes. Uh, not the classic, just the NES itself, the original thing. Don't get me on a random about the classic. 
I'm very mad that I don't have one. I'm just mad that people are dumb enough to pay five hundred dollars. Yeah, unless you, dear listener, paid five hundred dollars for NES Classic, then good job. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm just gonna say now, Retro Bliss stands by this statement. Trevor's gonna agree with this. I know you are because we actually. I know you're looking at me like you don't know what we'll I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> the system itself, we haven't got to play one, but no. it look from everything I've seen, it looks and sounds amazing. Besides the short cords, but besides that, do not pay triple digits for this system. It's not what they're wanting to sell it for. That's just people trying to scalp you for more money. Right. Don't do it. And of course, we're talking about the NES Classic that looks like an original NES. But smaller. It's tiny. comes preloaded with got HDMI. Games. It's got HDMI yeah. plug-in, so it looks awesome. We really want one. We're going to get one at some right. point. After Christmas, when they're 60 bucks again, great, but yeah. don't... People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people. People. It's not a $400 thing. Yeah. You don't. can buy an original NES and 30 or 40 games... Yeah. See, here's what's going to happen. Somebody's <laughs> going to pay. Somebody people have already paid up to. I saw controllers, just a controller for it, going for like three triple digit numbers. That's ridiculous. Somebody's going to pay ten dollar controllers. Yeah. Somebody's going to pay two to three hundred bucks for a system, and then next month you're going to see that they're all only worth about sixty bucks. And then they're going to be mad, but it's their fault. Yeah. So don't do it. That's your. That's our uh, warning. That's your retro blessed warning. Watch out for yourselves and your pocketbooks. And I'm okay with you going on that rant because. I think I've already done that before. I, I cannot stand. I love these old video games because we grew up with them and they're fun. And yeah. I love talking about them. But I'm not part of this scene that thinks that just because it's old, that it's worth tons of money. Yeah. You, Age does not equal money or no. that's worth more. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous when a game that sold millions of copies is going for 100 bucks now. Yeah. It's not rare if it sold millions of copies, I promise. That's right. That's All the right. end of the rant. All right, rant over. Let's get back to the show. Skater Die series, the Skater Die franchise, or franchise? Franchises. Yep. French fries. French fries? Oh, no, I'm hungry. I'm so, lunch. <laughs> so the original Skater Die and Ski or Die were a joint project from Konami and Electronic Arts. But Trevor, it said Ultra on the thing. Oh, that's right. It did say Ultra. It must have nothing to do with Konami. Yeah, that sounds weird. Why did you say Konami? Oh, well, should we tell the kids? I think we should. So, in the 1980s, and I guess 90s, Nintendo had all kinds of funny policies to try to keep the... (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, To try to keep the NES from following the same failed route that the uh, Atari went. Yeah, see, whatever... The the game market kind of crashed in the early 80s, about when you were born. Yeah. Uh, When Atari came out, Atari had very little, uh, what'd you say, quality control? Right, pretty much anybody can make a game for it. It did not really, it did not need their seal of approval like Nintendo has. Right. If you made a game that worked on the Atari, you could pretty much put it out for the Atari. And so what happened is you would go into grocery stores and things. It was a little before our time, which is kind of a shame because this actually sounds cool. Yeah. Although it's ominous. But when I understand, you would go into grocery stores or or places like, I guess our modern day Walmart, and there would just be bins of games for a dollar. Yeah. Because there were too many games. Yeah, there were just so many of them. So Nintendo made a rule that companies who made games for their systems could only have I don't remember the number, but so many games in a year. Well, Konami said, poo-poo on that, because we want to make more games. So they came out with this brand called Ultra. Now, in all fairness to Konami, they were not the only company to do this. Oh, no, no, no. Other companies did the same. You'll find a lot of games that are made by... Uh, I'm blanking on the other ones at the moment because we're bringing it up, and it yeah. would make me sound smart if I knew yeah, them. you don't want to sound smart. No, that'd be podcast. terrible. But other companies did the same thing. The gist of it is, Nintendo said you can only make... A very few number of games a year. If you're a company making games for them, there's a very set limit on the number of games right. you can make. So what they would do to go past that, they would have 
a what would you call that? Like a, a company under them that was just the same company. It's like a shadow company or yeah. something. It's the same company, but it's a different name. So that's kind of how they got by. Right, it. and so you won't find. I don't think you'll find Konami written anywhere on the cartridge or box for any of these games, but Ultra will be on the box. Yeah. And we noticed as soon as we turned on, was it Ski or Die or the first Skater Die? Anyways, the music sounded identical to the original Ninja Turtles game. Yes. Which was yeah. also an Ultra yeah. game. Yeah, which we so, need to cover yeah. that game at some point. because Oh, game, yeah. That game's a beast of its own. It is. It's a beast of a different color. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so let's... This is this is how I feel like we should do this. Like skate, skater die, and skier die are very similar games. Yes, we'll save skater die two for last. But skater die two we'll do last. That's a different thing altogether. So let's talk about these. The first two, Trevor. What were your original when you first turned both games on? What was your first thoughts? Man, there's a lot of nineties tood in these games. Yeah. Well, that's in all three of the games. To be fair, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. yeah even though it's, technically skater die came out in '88, there's a lot of 90s attitude. <laughs> if you take like the old original Ninja Turtles cartoon and just up the words they would say by a million, yeah. you'd have these games. Right. A bunch Cowabunga! Of, <laughs> that's rad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they was trying to be edgy and funny, I think. Um, and I think maybe unintentionally it is. Yeah. I would say that. Now, okay, the opening thing is you're at, I guess you're at a skate shop or something like yeah. that. In a skateboarding shop, this is on Skate or Die. I think the same thing's with Ski or Die, but it's a right. ski shop. Just replace probably. snow yeah. with asphalt. Yeah. So, and here is where you sign your name in. you got to sign up, and then you can get into your events. So, Trevor and I cleverly came up with names for both times. Trevor, what was your name for the first one? For Skate or Die, my name was Turdface. And my name was Poopy Leg. And for uh, Ski or Die, your name was... Zithead. And mine was Gerbils. So, obviously... We're adults. We're adults, yes. <laughs> um, but those names, especially Zithead and Gerbils, they just sound like they actually fit in the yeah, game. They, really they could easily be characters yeah, in the yeah, game. Yeah, for sure. Now, okay, so after you get out of the shop and you're ready to go, uh-huh. it's it puts you on a screen which you're on a skateboard out, yeah. out in front of the shop, but you can go in different <laughs> directions if you can figure out the controls, so, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. <laughs> the controls are something all to themselves. Yes. So you can pick out what are the do you know all the the ways you could go? Yeah, there's a well if you go, well, I don't remember the directions, but well, I do know all what, the events. Yeah, just say what the events are. So in skater die we have we'll go into more detail maybe in a minute, but we have freestyle, high jump, downhill jam, pool joust, and downhill race. And the gist of it is you're on a map and you go through those words and that's the level that's the right. game you're playing. So uh, let, let me just go and say. <laughs> The menu screen is is unique in that, like Johnny said, yeah. you're skating to the selection you want to go to. Yeah. But my goodness, it took it's me five chore. minutes just to select a stinking game. It's a chore. Now, and to pull back the curtain, Trevor and I decided we were not going to look up the controls. Right. Intentionally. Intentionally. So to jump into it without an instruction manual. Because most of the time, unless you bought the game new, I know as a kid, most of the time I just got the cartridge loose yeah. or I rented the game. And how often do they come with a manual from the rental store? Uh, oh, rarely because Nintendo didn't want them to. That's the uh, thing I found out too. Johnny's got on a new history kick. This I is, have. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Check out the game, the gaming historian on YouTube. That dude's got some amazing videos. Uh, but anyway. Uh, oh yeah, I know why too, I bet. Because they, they made money on their hint line, didn't they? Well, I mean, this is a completely side thing. Yeah. But the, the gist of it was, block, well, I'll just use Blockbuster because they were the big yeah. one at the time. Uh, well, first of all, Nintendo didn't want their games running out in the first place. Cause they felt that they makes were, sense. They felt they were losing money on That's it. That's coming back around now. Like, Sony and Microsoft don't want that. Yeah. Well, which, 
you know, there's not really any brick and mortar stores anywhere. Yeah. But anyway, so, but what Blockbuster would do is they would, when you rented the game, you'd also get the instruction manual, right? right? But a lot of times people would lose that instruction yeah. manual and they just get the game back. So what they started doing was they would make photocopies of the oh, manuals and that's illegal. where they got in trouble. Yeah. So that's where Nintendo kind of said, hey, hey. Nintendo was looking for any reason huh. to kind of smack uh, Blockbuster around. <laughs> that's funny. Which, you know, in all fairness, Nintendo got the last laugh because where's a Blockbuster at now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the internet killed Blockbuster pretty much. Which is kind of sad now. Yeah. Because I miss those stores. It was fun, honestly. This is a, we're on a really weird tangent here. But, you know, I remember the days when you could walk into just not just a Blockbuster or any of these rental stores yeah. and go to the game section and just look at the sea of games you could possibly play. I mean, that's yeah. how I, that's how I discovered rock and roll racing was yeah. from that. Yeah, I, I do remember. <laughs> I mentioned before, but that uh, <laughs> we got to look at a lot of fun activities as kids. <laughs> Sometimes didn't participate. Yeah, I really do remember looking at the games a lot more than actually renting them. But it was fun because you're like, oh, I wonder. Your imagination ran wild. Yeah. You know, what could this game be about? Yeah. Skate or die? That sounds really violent. It, you know, <laughs> yeah, and it is in a way. It kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you want to be violent, right? So let's but, get yeah. back to let's get back to it. Yeah. What are the events for Skeet or Die? Did you say Skeet or Die? I think I did. I meant Ski. It's like, okay. Shooting Skeet. So Ski or Die, very similar. You have a snowboard. Similar? Similar. <laughs> professional podcasters. Yes. By the way, another tangent. Okay. <laughs> I just now listened to our episode from uh, episode 29 about Fire Shark. And holy cow, I was tongue-tied every five seconds. You were. It was beautiful. I, I think I was on something. I loved it. So yeah, ski or die events. You have your snowboard half pop. You have your intertube trash. And we'll go into some more detail. Your acro aerials, which you probably won't guess what that one is from just the name. Your downhill blitz and your snowball blast. All right, now before we get into what these events are, uh, the overall look of both these games, the graphics are very similar. Incredibly similar. I mean, similar. Similar. Great. <laughs> yeah, both these games are incredibly simpler. Grab me some cheer wine. <laughs> That's a North Carolina drink. It's People a soft are. drink, by the way. It's not wine. It's, it's a North Carolina thing. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's spreading though. I think other states yeah. are getting it. But anyway, cause so, diabetes. Yeah, it's the number one cause. That's a terrible thing to say. What if they sponsor us one day? I don't. I think we're safe. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. The looks of the, both of these games, the only difference is one is white because it's taking place in the snow. Yeah. That's pretty much the only similar. There's the only difference. Similars. Uh, similar so, Skier Die came out in 1990, <laughs> about two years after the original Skater Die, and I'm shocked how similar they look. Yeah. They learned nothing. <laughs> yeah. The only difference will be in the controls a little bit, and that's very little, but we'll right. get into that in a minute. So, Trevor, what? Okay, on Skater Die, these events, what's freestyle? So freestyle is just your um, half pop, uh, where you're trying to do tricks, get huge air. And this is going to be a theme for this episode, but I was horrible at this. Johnny, I think, figured it out a little bit. I was just butt mashing, though. I don't feel like... Yeah. If, I could, if you asked me how I did it, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Right. So if you've played, uh, what, California Games, oh, yeah. TNC Surf Design, both of which I honestly want to cover at some point, because those are childhood games for me. Yeah. I don't guess we mentioned, I don't believe I actually played any of these games growing up. I remember seeing them. I don't think I ever actually played. I knew of them. Right. For sure. I think I knew of them, but because I loved California games and those other ones, I thought I didn't need these. Yeah. Which maybe I was right. Maybe yeah. I was wrong. We'll find out. <laughs> so high jump is just like freestyle, except instead of doing tricks, you're trying to jump high. Yeah. Makes sense. Didn't quite make sense, but I think it just records your highest jump. Yeah. The best part of that, though, was 
if you messed up and you crashed, you would fall through the actual. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is pretty sweet. It looked like you were exploding to a yeah. pile of. <laughs> it looked like you were just trash. It looked like you were just uh, you were going so hard into the ground that your body just turned to liquid when you smashed. Yeah, that was <laughs> very violent. Yeah. <laughs> the downhill jam was kind of interesting. That's oh, we should mention uh, all these games. Well. Anyway, Ski or Die and Skate or Die are technically two-player games. Yeah. Some of the events, you're taking turns, but then events like the Downhill Jam, you're going at the same time. This event, do you, do you remember how it went? Barely. They're both so similar to me, it's hard for me to... So yeah, Downhill Jam was where you're both going at the same time, racing down the street, hitting each other. Yeah. You could punch and kick and stuff. Punching and yeah. kicking, yeah. Pool Joust was interesting. <laughs> yeah, that one, I kind of enjoyed after I got used to it. You're in a pool, both on the skateboard. One of you has a joust, and the other one's trying to dodge you. Right. And so I guess whoever stayed up on their skateboard the longest without getting knocked off won. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. But because it's a 2D game trying to mimic a 3D space, it was confusing, yeah. sort of. And here's Downhill Race. I'm trying to remember which one this is. Is that the one where we just went downhill? Oh, yeah, but it's the one where we fail constantly. Yeah. Um, like in, this is yeah. Where, let's, let's get into the controls, because this yeah. is very important to this. The controls on this game are, to me, feel ridiculously tough for what it could have been. If right. it would have made these controls just a smidgen easier, then, like, well, ski or die, they actually become a little easier to me. Yeah. But they're still ridiculously tough for no reason. Here's the problem I had, and I said this several times while we were playing. Why does every stinking minigame, because that's really what they are, Yeah. why does every minigame have to have such different controls? Why does the downhill jam and the downhill race, why do they feel so different? Yeah, and at the same time, like I was telling you, an easy fix to this would just have been, in this game, to move down the hill, you have to push down. But if you're pushing down, it's hard to control which direction you're going, you, like left or right. Yeah. You almost have to let go of down button, the down button and push left or right to go in that direction, and it gets confusing. Yeah, I mean, there's only two buttons on the NES controller, but I never felt comfortable with the controls. Yeah, so what they should have just made is one button for accelerate, almost like it's a racing car game. Yeah. And then the other button to control which direction you're going. That would have saved so much, so much of the headaches. I respect that this is a skateboarding game and they're trying to mimic the... I don't. The, uh, <laughs> what this word, momentum of a skateboard. Yeah. It's not a race car, but it would have actually been a more fun game if they just made yeah. it make sense. Yeah, that's the thing. So, okay, let's go into the events of Skeeter. Uh, ski. I said Skeeter again. Ski or die. I'm trying to say the word so fast it's throwing me off. Ski or die. Right, we're not on a time crunch here. We can talk regular. Are you sure? I can talk, I guess, like really crazy. The snowboard really half pipe is kind of like this. <laughs> no, the snowboard half pipe is like the freestyle, yeah. except you're going down a snowboard half pipe. Pretty much. Um, it's like you're going down. It's like a long one, too. Yeah, it's like a, what, a luge? I don't know. Is that the word for it? That sounds good to me. We're idiots. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know anything. Mm -hmm. But it's just pretty much like a half pipe that is. It's almost like a long uh, water slide, but it's in the snow. Yeah. And it was, like you said, I feel like the controls were, this was the first event we played on this one, and I think the controls were a little better than yeah. they were in Skate or Die. Yeah. But I already could tell a difference. In, right. In that. And even in the menu select on that one, it felt a little easier. Yeah. So I, it made me mad because I had such a hard time on the menu on the original. I told Johnny that he was going to do it on Skate or Die, and then he had no problem because it was actually, yeah. they actually fixed it. Yeah, it was a lot easier. <laughs> so, yeah. So what's the next, uh, next so, uh Actually, I want to save that because it's one of the most fun ones. Acro Aerials, we did not figure that one out at all. That's the long jump where you Oh, tricks. yeah, yeah. We crashed more than we did anything else. So it's just like a, it's like a two-screen event where one screen you're going down a long ramp, 
and then the next screen you're jumping and trying to do tricks. Yeah. I would press buttons and it would do the trick just fine. And then I would try to do the trick again and it would stop halfway through the yeah. trick. And you ju- and you have judges and they judge it give you right. scores. I'm assuming it's a 0 to 10 score, but we never saw over a 3. No. I think you, no, yeah, you're right. Or maybe a 3 point something. We never hit 4. No, that's that for much. sure. <laughs> it was just, again, you know, to be honest, we intentionally didn't look up the controls. Yeah. But come on. They, they just, they didn't make any sense for that event. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a running theme in these games. Right. So we might as well go to the downhill blitz because it's very similar to the downhill race in Skate or Die. Yeah. Um, the controls were a little, Johnny figured out on this one, you do press down to accelerate on the skis, but if you don't press down the whole time, it's a lot easier. And there are a lot of jumps and stuff on both of those. Uh, the other issue is on the actual map design, some of those, I don't know how, like on one of the first jumps, I think on the ski one, Yeah. as soon as you land, you have to do a sharp right turn. You don't turn that sharp. Yeah. It's impossible. I would like to see someone who's actually good at this game, you know. Um, there probably are know. people out there who can I'm, do it. There's people who will prove us wrong, but for your average morons. Uh, like us. Like us and everybody who was, you know, living in the 80s and playing these games. I think I can say that safely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just... Feels way too frustrating. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, what's the next event? Then we have, we'll save that one for last. So, we have the Inner Tube Trash. Okay, this, this one was one, kind of fun. This one I actually enjoyed. It's because we both got to play at the same time. Mm-hmm. We're on Inner Tubes and you're going down a hill. And, like the, what was the game before on Skater that we could hit each other? Uh, the Downhill Jam. Yeah, see, the same thing on this one. We could, you could collect little things. We could, we each would get forks every once in a while, try to puncture each other's Inner Tubes. Right. You wanted to keep your inner tube inflated as much as you could. Yeah. Which, <laughs> there was some little graphic showing how much damage you had taken, and for the life of me, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I think it was supposed to be showing your inner tube deflating, but... I think it was. It was very hard to read what it was saying. That's what I took out of it. That's what but I... basically collect junk to get points. Yeah. And you pick up forks and different things to, to use. But to be honest, I couldn't really tell when I was attacking and when I wasn't, because it's such a little attack. <laughs> yeah. Now, Trevor... When it when we get snow, North Carolina, we're lucky enough that we do actually get snow every once in a while. Yeah. What's one of the most fun things to do when we get snow? Sledding. Okay, what's the second most fun thing to do? Uh, snowball fights. There we go. Oh, yeah. Now, Trevor, if only Ski or Die had some sort of game where you could just throw snowballs, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, like an event called Snowball Blast. Oh, so you're saying it, it happens. It does. Oh, okay. So, Snowball Blast, um, <laughs> it's kind of clever. I guess. So you're throwing snowballs with the B button to, to I don't want to say kill, but to knock unconscious. You're not killing them because the, you're just knocking them out pretty much. Okay. It's kids because kids, are, you're in a snowball fight. Yeah. You're behind some blocks of ice. I guess you boot yourself a little fortress there. Right. And on all sides of you, there's kids throwing snowballs. Uh-huh. So you're trying to hit them before they hit you with a snowball. Right. And when you hit them, then they're out. It's kind of like dodgeball. Yeah. You're not killing the kids. But the, that's a hard. That's very. That's well. They blink and disappear when you knock them out. So I guess they're just going to rest. Yeah, that's not just as bad. So <laughs> they're going to eternal rest. Yes. The interesting <laughs> thing about this, which I figured out by accident, is you can press A and a direction on the directional pad to look a different direction. And so, like, it might tell you there's four kids on the east. So you look to the east and you can throw that way. It's it's kind of interesting. The thing is, there's like a hundred kids. You have to knock out and send a snowball heaven. <laughs> and you have to do it within whatever the time limit is. And I think there's different levels, but we never beat the first level. 
Um, I got it down to like three kids every time, but I never managed to get all of them. But yeah, it's kind of fun. You did a you did a lot better at it than I did. But I would say out of all these events that we've listed, that one was the most fun for me. And it was the most out of the blue different game from all the rest of Well, the of controls them. totally worked on that for one thing. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really all the events for those two games. Um, and graphically, I guess we're really into gameplay now. When we did say graphically, uh, for 98, or sorry, an 88 and 1990 Nintendo game, respectively, I feel like the graphics were eh. Okay, um, nothing special. Uh, they both look very similar. Johnny's looking up stuff right now, so he's not talking. Um, <laughs> so I'll just keep talking. That's I'm, get, I'm getting ready for the next thing. Uh, the what about the? I don't know. Do we cover the gameplay enough? I Is, think so. It's they're both games are pretty much just a, a handful of mini games, which a lot of NES games did this. Right. I mean, this was. This really reminded me, though, it's completely different, of uh, Three Stooges. Right. It reminded me a lot of um, California Games, which I know the controls on it were also weird. Yeah. But spoiler, I think I personally enjoyed that game a lot more. Well, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, overall, what were your feelings of these first two games? Of Skate or Die and Ski or Die? Um, we're going to save our review for the end or going to do that now for these two? Let's just go and do these right. together because I think Skate or Die 2 is its own little thing. Yeah, I feel like... If I grew up with these games, it would probably be like California games and I'd have fond memories. But the controls are just frustrating for the most part. The There are only five events for both games, which when you consider how simple the events are, is not that impressive. I do like that both of them had simultaneous two-player events. Yeah. Um, and I could see me and my brother or me and you, you know, growing up, having fun bashing each other. But they don't quite, they don't quite work like they should, so... You know, reviewing it today, as far as when I come back to it, how fun are they? Say one to ten... Skateboards. Skateboards with ski poles, I guess. Yeah, skis. So... <laughs> yeah. Skiboards. I'm going to say Skater Die is a four, and Skier Die is a 4.2, because I believe it's just that tiny bit better. So both below average, unfortunately. Okay, I am... My review is going to be very similar. Uh, skate or die. Man, I cannot think. I cannot think of a reason for me to come back to it at all. Unless you wanted to play it and we thought it would be fun to get somebody else to play and see what yeah. they do with it. it. It's kind of fun in that it's, it feels like it's broken. Does that make sense? Yeah. The controls, by far, will throw me off of any game. If the controls I don't feel are, are good or don't work for me, I will hate the game no matter how clever the game yeah. is. Ski or die. They fixed it a little bit. Like you said, the controls are probably point two points better. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm going to give Skater Die a three. And I feel like I'm being very generous with that. <laughs> and But Skier Die, I'm going to give a four and a half. And the reason I'm giving a point a 1.5 better is that Snowball Blast game. You know, that's true. Um, that was yeah. For me, that was that game's saving grace was the Snowball Blast. I'm trying to remember if there was one game on Skater Dive that I really enjoyed. The downhill race was hilarious, but you know, I'm going to do, a, do this for the first time. I think you're right. I'm going to revise 3.5 for Skater Die, 4.2 sticks for Skier Die. I do, it is it is a good chunk better. Yeah, I think so. They'd, even though the games are very similar, so let's let's break it down to this. If you just have to have one of these two games, 
My suggestion would be go for ski or die. Because here's the thing. The half pipe is kind of fun. The inner tube trash is kind of fun. Yeah. And the snowball blast is pretty fun. And also, we, so, should yeah. just, we should just point out that me and you are not skateboarders. Have never... It's never been something we've wanted to do. I owned a skateboard once, and I yeah, rode it like too. twice. <laughs> but when I say I'm using that word loosely, when I say I rode a skateboard, I owned a skateboard that was small and plastic, and it came from the dump. <laughs> and uh, I tried to ride it, and I just I wasn't brave enough. I think I pretty much ended up just sitting on mine and rolling it downhill. Yeah. <laughs> so let's be honest. That's why we all did. Yeah, yeah. That's why we do a retro game podcast now. Yeah, because we're not athletic at all. No. So so I'm just throwing that out there to say that if I had to choose between two, I'm going to go ski or die. Yeah, it's more I fun. I wanted to like skater die more because I think I enjoy that more than the skiing theme. Yeah, but skier die was a little better game. Yeah, I, I mean I agree with you. Okay, so let's move on to the to the jewel of the three games. Uh huh. Maybe it's the jewel. Let's find out. Well, they've had all this time to work out the kink, so I'm sure it is. Yeah. So we're talking about, of course, skater die two. Skate or die. Skate, skate or die. Skate or die. Skate, skate or die. That's that what you annoying. get. That's what you're introduced with. When you right. turn the game on. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably one of the best entries. <laughs> probably one of the best openings. Probably Unintentionally is. bad. So bad it's great. Probably is, you're right. Yeah. Openings for an NES game ever. But it gets better, Trevor. It gets yes. So much better for Bear. Okay, so what I was looking up earlier while you were calling me out on looking things up is I actually have on GameFAQs.com. The actual dialogue from the original. Let's when you when you go into the actual the game is different from the other two mm-hmm. in that it's not really mini games. It's like an adventure skateboarding game. It's got a half pipe just for fun, and then the whole rest yeah. of the game is an adventure. Right, exactly. So the first thing that you're met with is the setup for the game. There's an actual story to this. So the story is, um, I think we can actually read it. I got the. I got yeah, let's do it. You want to do it? Okay. Yeah. I'll be the narrator, and I'll be um, the mayor's old lady wife, who is probably my favorite character. And uh, you can be our hero, Ice Pick, and the dog. Does that work? Okay. All right. I'm going to get to be the dog. And I'll be the, I'll be the mayor, since I think it's So after the amazing, amazing <laughs> opening, where she's using the NES digitized voice to shout at you, skate or die, you get yeah. this amazing opening cinematic. And give a little background, Ice Pick is a character that's going to show up, and he is the pretty much the villain of the game. Yeah. Or one of the villains. There's actually a couple, including including the mayor's wife. But you'll find out why here in a yeah. second. Okay, narrator. It's another beautiful day in the quiet town of Elwood. Perfect weather for mayor's wife to take her poodle, Fifi, for a nice walk. This thing has a lot of typos, by the way. Hmm. And for you to take your board out for serious sidewalk shredding. This is great. Clean streets, excellent weather. Can it get better than this? Oh, look, Fifi. The antique store is having a sale. Hey, poser. Where do you learn to ride? Buzz off, Ice Pick. Who are you calling a poser? And then Fifi the dog goes. Yep. Then our hero goes. Ack. And then Fifi the dog goes. Yep. And then splat. So let's tell the, the, the listeners what happened. <laughs> Ice Pick, the one of the bullies of the town or whatever, is distracting you as you're riding your skateboard. Uh-huh. At the same time, the mayor's wife, an old lady, just happens to be walking her poodle out. And then, since you're distracted, you know, you shouldn't skate and talk and be distracted. Right. You run over her poodle. 
Yes, it is very clear that you have killed the pet poodle. Yeah. You never see the poodle again. It literally cuts to a screen of her looking very surprised and shocked and holding up just a collar. <laughs> yeah, she's holding up the leash somehow. Yeah. You hit the dog so hard you knocked it out of its yeah. leash. <laughs> so after that, uh, the mayor's wife goes, Fifi! And then later in the mayor's office, it cuts to the mayor going, Yes, dear. Yes, dear. I know, dear. And then the next day, a newspaper flips into the screen and says, The mayor bans skateboards. Major bummer, dude. Wow. I'm riveted. Yeah, so... That was honestly one of my most favorite openings to Nintendo games, from how over-the-top and dumb it was. Yes. <laughs> you run over the mayor's wife's poodle with your skateboard, thus leading to skateboards being banned from the city. That's Maybe. the gist of this game. Uh, you are the hero. They just call him... I don't think he actually had a name. I never found a name for the hero. But he just looks like a generic guy. Very generic. You have pictures of the ice pick. is like this bald-looking... He kind of reminds me of... You remember the bullies in The Simpsons? That bigger, bald yeah. guy? It's who he reminds me of. Uh, CJ looks like Ariel from uh, from uh, Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah, That's your good. girlfriend, apparently. She looks just like Ariel. We need to put a picture of that up. Yeah. But she barely, apparently she barely shows up. Like, she shows up at the end at some point or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then also in the game, you'll find uh, Lester, who's, uh, he's the one who's riding around. And when you run into him, while you're riding your skateboard around, he'll sell you uh, tricks and stunts and stuff. That's who yeah. that is. So apparently he's like the legend of that area when it comes to skateboarding. He knows everything. He knows how to teach you all these tricks. And to do that, while you're rolling around the streets, the first level is the city. Mm-hmm. That's the one that pops you out into. You'll see stuff laying on the ground that look like pickups. You'll be uh, tacos and that kind of thing. And tacos, CDs, eggs. Yeah. M2 firecrackers. And you'll want to pick those up because... Uh, the other guy will come by, and that's why he asked for payment for tricks. Yeah, because so I might take a taco, a CD, and an egg for payment for <laughs> yeah, a trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of random. Yeah, very random. It's like a stupid man's RPG, skateboarding RPG. Yeah, so let's okay, let's get to the graphics first. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an improvement over the first one. Much more detailed. Yeah. Just in a half pipe that you get to play on... Uh, you could tell there's a lot more detail. Now, Trevor, what what was the name of this game? It was Skater Die 2, looking for... Oh, it's the search for Double Trouble. Double Trouble? Did you know this? Double Trouble is actually the name of that half pipe. The half, now, I can't talk. It's, it's spreading. Yeah. Half pipe that you got to do on that part. See, the gist of the game is the mayor ends up tearing down the half pipes and stuff, and you got to raise money in a second level by getting a job at the mall, and... To help build the half pipe, and that's the double. That's what it is. The wow. search for double trouble is that. I had no idea why it was called the search for double trouble. That's why, huh? It's still a pretty stupid subtitle. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much so. And that's a dumb name for a half pipe. Yeah, it's actually a full pipe. It's it's it is pretty large. Yeah, but the gist of it is, um, I think I'm about to get mail. <laughs> the dogs think you are. Yeah, no, I got a mail. I got a package coming in. I know I actually do. So the gist of this is, Trevor. I'm going to go meet the mail person. Uh-huh. I'm going to leave you here. Now, while I'm gone, you said you wanted to talk about some stuff from the past episode. We can do this right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't need to hear okay. this. So I want to go it is this. still recording, isn't it? Yeah, it's still recording. Okay. I mean, yeah, go ahead. I'll just kick stuff with my foot. There you go. So, uh, yeah, while Johnny leaves, uh, I don't know how many of you were able to hear the <laughs> the last episode, the Fire Shark episode, but... Johnny had a little extra segment at the end, 
And by little, I mean he talked for like, I don't know, three hours. He asked me if it would be okay if he just said a few words about our experience at the convention and everything. And I said, sure, that sounds great. Go ahead and do that. I thought, you know, maybe two minutes he was going to add on to the end. But he, uh, well, just to make up for it, I'm going to now do my little extra segment. So I would like to thank um, the attendant at the gas station today. The uh, the clerk who I bought my drink from, she was very nice. And um, I would like to thank thank the uh, person who made my my sandwich at McDonald's today. It was fine. It was you know I mean it tasted pretty fresh. I mean what I expected. Um, yeah, I just want to say that I had a really good time uh, driving here today to record this podcast. Um, so I want to thank the uh, state of North Driving Carolina uh, for paving the roads. Oh, he's back. What did I miss? What'd you do? Oh, I was just, you know, doing what you did last week. Oh, you mean... So, uh, yeah. Just being ri- entertaining? Being entertaining and riveting. Yeah. Uh, where, where were we before I got interrupted? Uh, we were saying... Skate or not too. I remember yeah. that much. So, yeah, the first level is the city. You're skating around collecting stuff, buying new moves. Yeah. Uh, and the graphics all the while, you can tell what you're doing. Uh, they are a slight improvement, though. Honestly, they still weren't amazing. They didn't blow my socks off. No. My socks are still on my feet. No, it wasn't magnificent. No. But uh, the, the levels are, let's talk about those. We only played the one level in all it's honesty. It's stupidly hard. Yeah. It's, again, it's because of the controls. Yeah. The controls are really not any better. No. And I figured out it's because you can't just go left or right. You have to stop completely and then go the other direction. Again, trying which to make it realistic dumb. was a stupid decision. Yeah, it's that didn't work at all. Yeah. I mean, you want to make a realistic skating game, then why is this game all about you running over the wife's po- the yeah. wife's poodle? It should be easy to control. Yeah. I mean, it's goofy. <laughs> I don't remember any of the Tony Hawk games being this difficult to get into. No. <laughs> and those were definitely a lot more hardcore. A lot more complicated, yeah. 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 All right, so the levels are, the first one's a city. Mm-hmm. The second one is the mall. The third one is the beach. And the last one is the plant slash factory, whichever one you want to talk about it. I looked at all these levels. Mm-hmm. I went to Mr. YouTube oh. and saw videos of people playing them. Interesting. The mall and the beach look, look also look kind of fun, especially the beach. Mm-hmm. It's what you would think it would be. It's a beach level. Yeah. The plant factory looks boring as I'll get out, though. It's exactly what you would think. So you're telling me basically there's four levels and only three of them look good? Yeah, from what I saw. Excuse me. I'm gonna, we're both having <laughs> issues over here. We're both... We're both <laughs> Johnny just said, excuse me, and I was the one that hiccup. <laughs> I think he thought it was him. <laughs> we're both having indigestion issues here. <laughs> so our gout is still cleared up. Um, but we're having most, indige- with some gastric reflux going on. This is on. the most hodgepodge episode we've ever done. Yeah. This will be the hardest one for anybody to follow. And we already restarted once because I got an important phone call. We yeah. just decided to restart it. <laughs> oh, man. We could have restarted just then when I got a mail, a, a package delivered to me, but no. No, I'm tired of talking about these games. <laughs> yeah, I am too. So let's, okay, so we mentioned that, uh, the gameplay. Let's talk about the music. We can dump all the music from all three games into one category. That is forgettable. Except for, yeah. the, except for the opening except intro for... of Skater Die 2. Because after that, I couldn't tell you. Good on YouTube as soon as this episode's done. Or just quit listening to the episode because it's not going to get any better. <laughs> and um, look up Skate or Die 2. Probably just music. And you'll find it. Yeah, the opening theme is what you need. It's, it's hilarious because it's using the NES 
digitized voice and try to be all cool and have attitude. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. So, I think we pretty much said all we need to say about it. Is there anything else we need to bring up about Skate or Die 2 that you want to make sure that you mention? Just that I think there were some cool ideas in here. The fact that it's kind of like an RPG light where you're picking up things to buy new moves, new weapons, and things like that. But because the controls feel so lame, none of it's any stinking fun. And it kind of makes me mad. I mean, I know the game's 26 years old now, but it yeah. still makes me mad. Yeah, this this is one of those classic games that gives me the what it could have been kind of feel. Yeah. This game had a lot going for it where if they would have just fixed the controls, this game would have been amazing. That's that's We're going to start a new section when we don't like a game overall. We're going to say, how would we fix this? Yeah. So let's go and give a review of this game because obviously people know where we're heading with our review. Yeah. And then what we would do to fix it. Trevor, how many... Uh, of poodles would you do this game? <laughs> <laughs> How many flattened, sadly ran over poodles? Well, oh, I'm trying to think if this is better than the other two games. I mean, it's more ambitious, but is it actually better? Well, here, let me say this. I'm going to give the game, let's see, I'm going to give it three and a half points for the half five because I actually do think the half five is probably better than any single event in the other two games. I, I would agree with it that. It actually feels good. The graphics are pretty good. The half-pop almost could have been its own game if they fleshed it out a little more. Yeah. Instead, it's sort of a side thing. So I would give that three and a half, and I would give the opening song <laughs> itself <laughs> ten points. <laughs> so that puts us over the maximum I can give a game. So, see, what is that? 13 and a half? Okay, yeah. I'm going to take away uh, eight and a half points. Yeah. Wait, my math's bad. Nine and a half points I'm going to take away for the terrible controls. So, that's a four out of ten if I did my math right. <laughs> yes, math on Retro Bliss. Yeah, you confused yourself trying to do math there, just so, for the record. Four out of ten, I guess that means it's somewhere between the other two games, which is a shame because I expected this one to be the gym. Yeah, but this one had everything working for it. It had... A great opening theme that was very... It'll be in your head. Yeah. And then after that, the opening little story is just so absurd that I really wanted to see what else was going to happen with this game. Right. So it set itself up perfectly for me to want to keep playing it. But the problem is when you actually play it. That's the yeah. issue with this game. The controls are so wonky, are so annoying. Um, the only thing that helps in the controls is that you can assign... You know, moves to the different uh, controls or mm -hmm. whatever. You can kind of do that. You can almost map, button map it, sort of. Yeah. So it's kind of unique for the time. Yeah, that kind of helps it a little bit. So I'm going to try to be less harsh on it when it comes to that. But at the same time, the fact that you have to come to a complete dead stop to turn around and go the other direction and to get any speed to do jumps and then you're trying to control up, it, the controls are just terrible. That's just, yeah. just put it out there. That's going to kill the game for me. So, I'm going to give this, man, the game itself, I'm giving a three and a half, but if I was just going to score the opening and the little story at the beginning, it would be at least a seven. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I got to be honest, the game itself, if it wasn't for that, I would have completely hated it. So, I'm going to give it a three and a half. So, three and a half from you, four from me, yeah. which means really, we're saying Skier Dies is the best of this trilogy. I'd have to say it is. And it's yeah. all because of that snowball fight part, which has nothing to do right. with skiing or skating. On the surface, it's the most boring of the three. It doesn't have the cool attitude of the skater down to. Well, cool. 
Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> terrible actually, but yeah. But it has two or three decently fun mini games, and that makes it the best of the three, I think. I have to agree with you. So yeah. you heard it here first. Out of those three, get Ski or Die. And hey, here's the good news: Ski or Die and the original Skater Die. I do. I didn't pay more than five dollars for either of them. Skater Die Two tends to go for, I think, a little more, but I would not pay more than five dollars for it. Yeah, didn't you say it has a bit of a following to it? It does, and I think it's because of that ridiculous opening. It probably because the rest yeah. of it is just so forgettable. Really. Yeah, if it, that it's it's one of those games that really makes me sad because I thought it could have been. Yeah. It's just a control issue away from being a lot better. And I'll be honest, because I am, I've said before, I'm a weird person. I might come back to Skater Die 2 just to see if I can see the other levels, because it's so strange. Yeah, we, we did get to but the boss of the first one. We got to the mayor's the old wife. lady, yeah. Yeah, the mayor's wife. That's <laughs> but, the first yeah. boss you have to fight. Yeah, so $5 a piece, hey, you can't go wrong. That's what I paid, and it was fun experiencing the games. All right, there we go. Now, Trevor, it's that time again yep. of the episode. We've mm-hmm. already gotten our mail. Mm-hmm. You've already gotten your phone call. Yeah. So, of course, we're in a desperate need of something to make us feel better about ourselves. Is that true? Yeah, I think we should be more worried about the listeners at this point. Eh, who cares about them? This is about me and you. Okay. So, if we needed something, and mm-hmm. you know what? This will pertain to the listeners, because they'll yeah. need something, too, to make them feel better about themselves, about the cur- whatever the current situation is. Hey, maybe your girlfriend or wife or husband or boyfriend left you. Mm-hmm. You know what to help you in that? this upcoming product. Oh, okay. Let's roll the footage. Hey guys, this is Anthony Mullen from Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. If you're listening to this, that means you're in the middle of a commercial break for one of our great podcasts on our network, BICBP Radio. On our network, you can find this show as well as other great podcasts like Retro Bliss, You Break It, You Potted, Cellar Dwellers, and more. So get over to our website, BICBP-radio.com, and discover all the amazing content we have to offer. Keep checking back for new shows coming soon. That's BICBPradio.com. We'll see you there. See what I mean? Meh. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you follow whatever that... Obviously, we know what it was. Right. It's sponsoring our show. We know what the video, whatever was played. Right. If you listen to that and follow it directly, you're going to be swimming in whatever uh, thing you enjoy. <laughs> Do you like money? You'll be Scrooge McDucking it. <laughs> I'm going to be swimming in hamburgers and sub sandwiches and cheer wine. Cheer wine. There we go. Yum. Now, Trevor, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. That, of course, is the Bliss Quiz. Quiz. That's like yep. almost Mario, almost. That was nothing. Nope. Do you want to go first, or do you want Mua to go first? Let's see. Uh, you go and go first. All right, that sounds good. Trevor, I got a fill in a blank for you. Uh-huh. I'm going to say a sentence, and then that blank, you have to tell me what the blank is. Okay. So, get the blank ready. <laughs> I'm blanking ready. All right, let's go. More than blank people go to the doctor for skateboarding-related uh, injuries per year. Wow. So you got to give me a number. So this is one of those lose faith in humanity kind of questions. More than blank people go to the doctor every year for a skateboard-related injury. 
I'm assuming this is probably U.S. only. I actually don't know, to be honest. Let's say there's, I don't know, 300-something million people in the U.S. Uh-huh. Let's say... And at least, and at least uh, you know, 99% of those skateboard. Right. I want to say about 4,000. <laughs> way off 80,000. Good, great. <laughs> I always have too much faith in humanity. Skateboarding's hard, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of falling. All right, what's your number one? All right, I need you. Okay. Now... I just want to pause it right there. I need you. I need you. <laughs> I know people don't like change, but I feel like our Bliss Quiz needs a little shot in the arm. Okay. All right. So I did something weird. Uh-oh. I went to eBay. Oh, wow. This is blowing my, blowing my haystacks here. I know. So I need you to find the bargain. Okay. Now, I know in the past this question has confused you. But when I say <laughs> find the bargain... When I say find the bargain, I mean the cheapest item. Literally, I've done this three times, and every time (laughs) you've been got it right and you thought you got it wrong. (laughs) I keep thinking for some reason because eBay is a place of people where they inflate numbers for no dumb reason, and I always think that you're going for the highest. Yes. Okay, so I want to get the lowest number. Yes. Okay. So, we have a sealed copy of the masterpiece, the uh, classic Skater Die 2 Okay. for the NES. We have a sealed copy of what, in our opinion, is actually the best of the three, Ski or Die, for the NES. Or, we have a set of skateboards that depict, when added together, depict the Last Supper of Jesus. Wow! (laughs) Okay, honestly, I kind of want to see that, to be honest. I'm going to show you after you guess. Okay, Uh, I'm going to go with... I feel like that last one, if, it, if it's original art on a skateboard, here's a spoiler alert. I've actually done art on a skateboard before. Really? It's, yeah. It's it's uh, it's different. It's very difficult to work on. But uh, I've fallen off a skateboard before. I've done that many times. No. I've done that more than I've drawn on them. Um, the bargain, I think, is going to be Ski or Die. You're correct. Sweet. Ski or Die sealed. These are just random copies I looked up. I don't know if they're the cheapest or the most expensive. Skier die was sixty six fifty sealed, which actually means it's probably about what it cost when new when it came out. Yeah, because these games weren't cheap. Skater die two sealed is one hundred twenty seven dollars. Don't pay that. <laughs> the Last Supper skateboards. First, I'm going to tell you the price, then I'm going to have you react to the picture. Okay. Nine thousand eight hundred fifty dollars plus three hundred twenty dollars shipping. Goodness gracious! And here's what they look like. Uh. Looks like there was a photograph on there. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I think it's uh, like each skateboard is a part of the scene of The Last Supper. Yeah. And I think it's actually just that famous painting. Like, that's what it looks like to me. It so like it's just like like it just transposed on there. So I don't think that's worth 10 grand. And I think I just made a word up. Transposed. I don't think it's how that Transposed, yeah. Yep, transposed. Yep, so The Last Supper skateboard is about 10 grand. All right, I'll be buying that soon. Trevor, number two. In what... I'm going to actually give you choices on this mm-hmm. one. I'm going to be nice. In what country... Was it illegal to even own a skateboard from the years 1978 to 1989? Your choices are A, Canada, B, Germany, or C, Norway. And what were the years? 78 to 89. And what was the first choice? Canada. I want to go Canada. It was Norway. Norway. Hmm. Norway banned it because pe- too many people were getting hurt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was in the prime years of tootness. Yep. So, 
I need you to guess the IMDb score. Oh, I love this. So there's a movie. The, so this is, I'm guessing, the bargain of the IMDb. Sure. <laughs> so there's a movie called The Skateboard Kid. Okay. That I now have to see after looking up details on it. And I'm going to read you the plot summary. All right, I can't this, wait. This came out in 1993. So, right. you know, right there in the good time <clears throat> years of 90s attitude. Yeah. No one could be more bored than Zach. The new kid in town with no friends in sight. Oh, man. When a gang of hip skateboarding thrashers start cruising his neighborhood, Zach hopes his luck will change. But they want nothing to do with him. Then Zach makes the discovery of his life. A talking, wisecracking, magical skateboard. (laughs) And suddenly, skateboarding rises to entirely new heights. Oh, I'm sold on this, whatever this, so, is, this movie is. Of course, IMDb, people rate the movies from 1 to 10. Yep. And let's see how many ratings this one has. Yeah, tell, tell me that. It I'm has. not looking, by the way. I'm not looking. No, I'm not going to show them. <coughs> so, The Skateboard Kid from 1993 with only 383 ratings. Okay. Uh, how many, what is the score? If you get within one, uh, you'll be at a point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man. See, it's tough when it comes to these ratings ratings because some people will ironically rate things. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh. Maybe this will help you out. I'm looking up the director, okay. Larry Swordlove. Uh-huh. Swordlove. All right. He was a writer for Muppet Babies. Okay, I love Muppet Babies. I ain't going to lie. And he was a writer for Robocop Alpha Commando. I don't, I don't which know. Which was a TV series, apparently. Okay. And, uh... You have me at Muppet Babies, yeah. though. Uh, okay, I'm going to give him some credit for Muppet Babies because it's one of the best shows I watched when I was a kid. I'm going to go with 4.2. You almost had it within one, but no, 3.0. Oh, dang it. I, I wanted to go 3.2, but I gave him a point up for the Muppet Babies. That's what you get. <laughs> so apparently it's a real gem. Yep, we have to watch it at some point. Yep. All right, Trevor, number three, your last one. Uh-huh. Now, when you think of skateboarding games, who do you think of? Skateboarding games? Mm-hmm. Who do I think of? Yeah. Um, I think of that character from TNC the answer Design. The is Tony Hawk. The answer is Tony Hawk. Oh. See, that's how Let's do out of touch I am with reality. Let's do this again. Trevor, what I, when you think of skateboarding games, who do you think of? Um, it's Tony Hawk. Trevor, it's Tony Hawk. <laughs> who, there's like a monkey in TC Surf Design. Okay, let's try this again. Okay. Trevor, when you think of skateboarding games... Who do you think of? And the answer is Tony Hawk. Oh, Tony Hawk. Okay, all right. How many Tony Hawk games have there been? If you get within... Oh, my goodness. If you get within one, then I give you a point. That's impossible. Because I don't know. It probably counts every single version. I think the Game Boy... I am not counting spinoffs. I am not counting spinoffs. That helps you out a little bit. Not counting spinoffs? Nope. Does it count like the Game Boy Advance version of the first game? That's a spinoff. Okay. Okay, so I know there were the first two were amazing games. They really were. The second one, I think, especially was the Dreamcast demo of the original. I remember I played it for hours and hours and hours. Just yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, those games actually got to be pretty good. I mean, they were amazing. And then I know there was a third one and a fourth one, I think. And then at some point, they totally fell off the rails and destroyed the series. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say eight, not counting any spinoffs. You're really close. It's ten. Oh, you almost had it, man. You was almost with the one like I was before. You're probably counting Tony Hawk Ride. Did you ever see that one? I don't think I did. It used a terrible skateboard peripheral and it didn't work at all. Oh, I remember it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's as yeah. bad as Skater Guy too. Trevor, what's your number three? Let's see if I can get it. 
my final question. We're going to use a little fun in here, unlike the rest of the episode. <laughs> Which of these is a real skateboarding move? Okay. So I made up three, and one is real. All right. You have the hippie jump, the booger flick, <laughs> the turd face, or the poopy leg. Well, the last two I know are made up because that's the things we said. Should be easy for you. Okay, so the four, the first two again. Hippie jump and booger flick. I think the booger. I thought like the booger flick is real. I'm gonna go with that one being real. Okay, so of course, poopy leg and turd face were the names we used for the skater die uh, characters. Yeah, and uh, hippie jump was the correct answer. Oh, dang it! So Why don't I want to? <laughs> you failed again. I gave you too much credit. I didn't think you'd think of something as dumb as booger flick. <laughs> that's how I threw you off. Yeah. You thought even dumber what I thought you would yeah. think. <laughs> well, Trevor, I think we've uh, done the, the country a great service or disservice with this episode. Man, we've done something. I feel tired. <laughs> you need to pull the handle and flush this episode. Yeah, this has been a great one. Uh, overall, obviously, I wouldn't recommend any of those three games. They <laughs> all feel below five. Go, five get, go get Tony Hawk 2 instead. Yeah. Yeah. Go get your Dreamcast or PlayStation 2 and get Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Yeah. It's a much better game. Was it on Xbox? I don't know. I, I don't remember. I think it got there eventually. It was eventually, yeah. Because I think I owned one of them, but I don't remember which. But anyway, um, that's how you ruin a game, though. You keep bringing it out every year. Call of yeah. Duty. Yeah. Yeah, bring it out every year. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Let's go ahead and get into our plugs. Trevor, where can they find this podcast and interact with it? Well, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, at RetroBlist. And also on Instagram at RetroBlist. I post something nearly every day on Instagram. We have a lot of fun on there. So feel free to interact with us. And uh, and uh, you probably shouldn't, honestly. <laughs> but if you but, want to, yeah. you have the option. It's an option. And you can find me on Instagram at Johnnyism28. Also, uh, like we said before, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. It really helps us out. Thanks, guys. And we really are very grateful. I don't know if I said it last episode enough, but we're very <laughs> thankful and grateful for uh, for everybody who supports our show. Uh, we're starting to get fans and stuff, which is kind of weird for us. We don't know how to handle this fandom that we that we have, Trevor. Uh, so I guess I guess we need to end the episode with this, Trevor, with our newfound uh, celebrity status. Mm-hmm. How do you think your life's going to change? Um, trying to sum up all the ways. <laughs> probably a few people every now and then will avoid me. You're probably right. Yeah. To be, in all fairness, I did go out into the public yesterday. Oh wow! To run errands, and it was pretty rough. Now, keep in mind, it was like Cyber Monday, so a lot of people were out looking for deals mm-hmm. in stores, which makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But the places were packed, and I assumed a couple of them saw me at some point. Yeah. Even if they didn't know who I was, they saw me. Well, if you want to make your face famous yeah. uh, and get into Hollywood, an audio podcast is definitely the way to do it. That's why we're doing this, to yeah. get famous. That's the right. reason to do this. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with another, I'm assuming, we'll play a better game maybe next time. What do you think? I think we're due for a better game. I think it's about time we do a good one. What was I- the last good game we played? <laughs> Uh, well, actually, Fire Shark last week was good. You know, it was good. So, yeah. I'll take it back. So go play that one. Yeah. And be sure to listen to Johnny's 45-minute <laughs> talk at the end of that episode. Because I'm not going to let that go for a while. <laughs> the last time I let him have the microphone by himself. Just saying. <laughs> That's why I need you here. Somebody's got to rein me in because I'll just go on these weird things. <laughs> well, of course, I told people to kill themselves last week. 
oh, yes. pull the eject button on live. <laughs> I didn't even realize the words coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So we're going to be shut down. I'm the nicer one of us, but yeah. I'm unintentionally mouth- horrible. Yeah, I run my mouth way too much. That's the problem. Thanks for listening to us, though. Your mistake. Do something with your life. <laughs>